to Jurassic Park. Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. I'm Angie. Wow, that was loud. Yeah, that was PJ. Boom! <laughs> Couldn't hear him. Wow. Well, first, you can't hear me now. I'm way too loud. What? Huh? Yeah. Hmm? Who are you? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I got the reference. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> You're cute. You're cute, too. Gross. Hey, PJ. Gross. You're, You're cute, cute, too. I thank you. Wait, I'm sorry. I did that wrong. <clears throat> hey, PJ. Oh, God. Why are you so damn cute? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, before we get into the topic of the day, some announcements. We are starting our giveaway. So, uh, we're giving away a game, Arkham Horror LCG, Blood Splattered Dice for Danger and Dice, and your choice of Wellhouse Exorcism or Games Overboard t-shirt. And also your choice of Games Overboard or Wellhouse Exorcism bumper uh, car magnet. Just say it, it's a bumper sticker. It's kind of a bumper sticker. It's yeah. a bumper magnet! But not as permanent. It's Is it bad that the first thing that popped in my head when you said giveaway was the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Give it away, give it away. Yeah, that's it. It's now stuck in there. And that weird tongue roll thing he does. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Sorry. What's that guy's name again? Anthony Hopkins. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I would love to see Sir Anthony Hopkins. Shirtless. Shirtless singing, those singing songs. that song. <laughs> but he has to end it with... Is it that song? One of the songs, like, when all the music cuts out and he's just singing a cappella, and you realize he doesn't have a good singing voice at all. <laughs> well, I mean, you Without... can hear that You can hear that in Under the Bridge from yeah. the very beginning. Yeah, <laughs> It's still one of my favorite songs from them. Oh, that is a good one. So, uh, uh, so, yeah, if you want to get in on this giveaway, uh, it's because we hit 10,000 downloads between all three of our shows that we do. And it's our way of just uh, saying thank you. And Dan's ripping strings off his shirt and throwing them at me. Yeah, well, you know, it's my gift. Uh, so to get in on that, email us at gamesoboard at gmail.com. Make the subject line contest. You can also just, uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can comment to the YouTube video and say you want in. Uh, if you are, uh, you can also go to gamesoverboard.com. We have a contact page there. You can send us, um, yeah, you can email us that way. Or on Facebook, you can send us a message. And we're going to post, like, an announcement on Facebook, too. So you can always comment to that picture that we're going to post. Yeah. Also, people, uh, Pennsylvania listeners, 
August 19th, it's a Saturday, we will be at Helix Tabletop Gaming Guild in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania to play Scythe and Expeditions. Yeah. So we'll be teaching and playing the game and probably some other games too all day long. It starts at noon. We'll be there till close probably. I'm not or whenever sure. they kick us out. Yeah, whenever they kick us out. Uh, it benefits the Janet Wise Children's Hospital. So, uh, you know, it's for a good cause. Stop by, pick up a game, make a donation, meet us. Say hi. Or don't. Yeah, or throw don't. Throw tomatoes. Please don't. Don't throw tomatoes. I'll have to get uh, I'll have to get an umbrella and start talking like Danny they DeVito is the penguin. They just opened their shop like a month ago. <laughs> he just realized where it was. Yeah, yesterday. I just passed it the other day. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really nice guys. Uh, also, shout out to Nerdvana in Egg Harbor, New Jersey, right outside Ocean City. We were there for a week and I visited them. And I have to show you pictures. They have like a beholder and an owl bear, like just hanging from the ceiling. Oh, I saw the owl bear. That was creepy. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. And um, really nice people. They have like they even have a library of games where you can just borrow a game for the night. Oh, that's so back, cool. Bring it back the next day. There's the owl bear. Yeah, that was creepy. Okay, I have to have that in my kitchen. There, no, there's, there's their selection to Holy buy crap. of games to purchase. I think I showed you some of these, didn't I? I there's I the beholder remember. hanging from the ceiling. Oh there. yeah. So yes, yeah, you really can definitely nice see where the the original team who worked on Doom got their inspiration. Yeah, right. But yeah, I, like I walked in there and there were like two guys painting minis, just talking about some of the stupid rules that board games have you know and there's like some other guy playing a solo game in one of the back tables that's so cool and i'm like this is this is a great chill place like it's you know it's just a place for people to just hang so uh yeah like nerdvana that. check it out if you're in new jersey now with uh those little announcements out of the way out of the way out of the way <laughs> uh, we played dinosaur island hey dinosaur island oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> It's the intro. The intro does it. You just <laughs> So Arnold is in the movie? No, if it was Arnold, it would be, Yeah, welcome to Dinosaur Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that different from the last time we said no. it? No. All right, fine. Screw you guys. Anyway. I picked this game up for $33. It retails for over $60 uh, because a local bookstore is going out of business. Everything's 30% off, and I have a 20% off teacher, teacher discount, too. So for a second, I thought you were going to say a 20% off t-shirt discount. Yep. Like, I got why? a t-shirt discount. How does that work with a game? He wore a t-shirt in there. <laughs> this is my t-shirt discount. Wear a shirt, wear shoes. You get a discount. Wear a t-shirt. You get. No, that's right. T-shirt. Oh, that guy's in semi uh, casual. No. What does he got there? A polo shirt. Doesn't that work. That guy's nah. not a teacher. He doesn't get anything. That guy's wearing a tie. We're going to upcharge him. <laughs> he's wearing he a tie. He's, yeah, he's got to have money. <laughs> wow. So what do you think of this game? It's very confusing at first. Uh -huh. <laughs> I now know what John Hammond tried to go through when making Jurassic Park. <laughs> Fine, Nedry. Go ahead and check all the vending machines. <laughs> This game is like the when, when I think uh when I think of this game like two minds come in terms of like board game terms two words come to mind one is euro game like 
Oh, the yeah. definition of a Euro game. You're sliding blocks up and down tracks, you know, for most of the game. <laughs> yes, you That's are. what you're doing. Uh, the other word that comes to mind is fiddly. This game is really <laughs> it fiddly. Is, it is really fiddly. <laughs> I mean, it's like to, to buy this spot, first you have to arrange them in the highest, like cheapest stuff on top and, you know, more expensive as it goes down. And then you add the cost of that plus the cost of the row it's in. But that's the only thing in the market that you do. The other two columns of items in the market, you don't have to add the extra cost. And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> well, you're building things. That's going to cost money. Yeah, it makes, like, thematically, <laughs> it, it all makes sense, you know? But there's just, it's all these little itty-bitty rules in there. So I will say this from the get-go, this game looks daunting uh-huh like holy shit there's a lot of crap in that box there is a lot of crap in that box and i am so glad you found the simplified um yeah there's a comprehensive there's... player's guide which you found this online yeah i found it on board game geek so yeah. if you if you go to the dinosaur island page on board game geek it's you know the top downloadable file there. right so this is a fan made um a fan made Basically, uh, uh, instructions yeah. on how to play the game. The first part is even giving you, this is how you set up the board. Yeah, for the most part. Like, it skips over some things, so you do need the board, the, you know, the like the instruction manual for the setup. After that, though, I mean, it really, I mean, there, there are a couple times where I still had to look at the manual, but it right. covers ev- all the big questions. All yeah. the really big questions. And you answered a lot of stuff uh, pretty pretty. I used easily. it to teach. You know, I was oh, like, yeah? oh, for, you know, like for, for phase one research, here are your options. One, research DNA. This is what that means. Two, increase cold store. You know, like I, I yeah. just kind of went through it, especially the market, you know, hiring a specialist, building an attraction, buy a lab upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a really nice two page player guide. Yeah, it's, it's great. And I love it because, <laughs> so being fan made, of course, this is a knockoff Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park game. Oh yeah, even the cover of the box. It, instead of a T Rex on the <laughs> the theme park logo, it's a Triceratops. And um, there's the mosquito in amber. Yeah, right there, and an old man with you know with a white beard. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all right there. They are so obviously like they're not even hiding. It. No, and no, they're just relishing it. Um, so what I really like about this game, so this is up to how many players? Four, right? Yep. So this is up to four players and, uh, everybody, everybody gets their own genetic company that they can play as. Mm-hmm. Now you did get a misprint. So you have one that's, uh, yeah, the same company. Twice. Yeah. I have two of the same company, but it doesn't affect gameplay at all. No, it doesn't affect anything. Now, if each board were different, you know, like, you know how sometimes like player boards are slightly different from each other. Right, everybody has that then slight I'd, advantage yeah, over someone else. Then I'd have an issue with it, but because they're the same. Can I just point out this is eight years old plus? I'm freaking thirty eight, <laughs> <laughs> and I struggled with this damn game. I know. How's a freaking eight year old gonna play this game? I know. Like that's. I remember. I remember when this game first came out. A lot of people were like, "This is a lot." This is it, a it is. This is one heck of a fiddly like complex game. And they weren't lying, you know. That that <laughs> box lying. that box is, but <laughs> I tend to be a tiger myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. 
You did it, you crazy son of a bitch. You did it. <laughs> you made a board game that replicates what it's like to make a park. <laughs> a dinosaur uh, park. With fake dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, it's even here for me so I can do it. Uh, your, your scientists were, were so preoccupied with whether they could that they, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> I, lo- I love at the very top of the player's guide. Absolutely spectacular design. Spared no expense. <laughs> Spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the player guide is just full of... We're doing a review of the player guide now. But yeah, no. It's full of like, great qu- quotes from the movie. Uh, yeah, uh, of course, when you do your game phase, it tells you what your first game phase is, research, and it's uh, life uh, uh, pines away. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, so, that's great. Yeah, so how the game plays is it's broken into five phases, and each phase has its own board, which is pretty cool. Well, four phases, really, and, yeah, uh, and then there's say, cleanup. The fifth phase is just reset. Yeah. So I really wouldn't call that a phase. True. Uh, but I like how each phase has its own board, and they're labeled. So oh, yeah. you know, like, okay, first we do this, and then we move over here, then we do this, yep. you know? Uh, the other really cool thing about that is, first two phases, is everybody's here. Everybody's here to do the same thing. Like, yeah, on we're all the same taking boards. turns, doing actions to you know together yeah. as a group. Yeah, and then the third and fourth phase. The fourth phase, you still have to go in like an order, but yeah. the third phase is just hey, you've got your own player match. Just just do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, it's all simultaneous. Yeah, you just do whatever you wanted to do on them. What did you say? A <laughs> burped. <laughs> Did you not hear it? No. <laughs> I thought you said something. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, all we heard was, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen, I bring something else to the table. Hot <laughs> air. Yeah, you do that to me. Oh, God. All right, so phase one. Is the research phase. You have three hexagonal tokens that mm-hmm. are your scientists. I just, I feel sad for the scientists that they're... they're that they're just, cardboard, they're just tokens. cardboard tokens. With numbers. Yep. But it's important that they have numbers. It and the, is. It's, there's a reason why they look like it that, at is. least. Yeah. Uh, because what happens is you have these dice with different symbols on them, and they represent different types of DNA. And You know, say, that spells DNA. It's in Madonna. It's a song by Jonathan Colton. Check it out. Oh, okay. DNA, yeah. baby. That spells DNA. Anyways, anyway. So there are <laughs> uh, dice with symbols of DNA, different types of DNA. Mm-hmm. And they might have like one symbol, two symbols, or three symbols of a specific type of DNA. And the scientists are labeled one, two, and three. If you put them on a certain spot, they will multiply that spot. So if you want the die that has two purples on it and you put the three scientists there you get six purple dna samples yeah dna samples for that um so I, it's really cool so the first phase is a worker placement phase like it mm-hmm. plays just like a regular worker placement game except you're putting down three little hexagons and they multiply whatever it is that you're putting them on mm-hmm. so i thought that was really neat that, that a, is pretty cool uh those same dice are very dangerous because they 
also give you threat levels. Yeah, they have these little park. red circles on them that represent the threat. They're really cool though. They are cool. So they yeah. <laughs> they look like the uh they look like amber. Yeah. Uh you know, just and the first player token, which uh, it's neat that it's there, but it's kind of redundant is the the mosquito in amber. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a little placard. Yeah. Um but the dice are cool and yeah, the the threat, the threat levels. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're little, <laughs> they're little red circles. They go from one to three on some of these yep. die. And if you don't get those out uh, during this first phase, your threat level in your park immediately jumps up to that. Yeah. Or jumps up that many more. That many more. And it's, um, well, you almost got screwed pretty bad <laughs> towards the end. Yeah, I had to get a little creative <laughs> with my uh, security level in my park to make sure that my threat stayed Aren't you happy contained. I didn't take that from you? That would have screwed you big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, would have. So, um, <laughs> after phase one is then the market phase. And I love this because this is something that they, they pushed on in the Jurassic Park movie. When they're sitting there uh, at the dinner table, and they see like, oh, we've got, you know, what was it, the the lunchbox and <laughs> the stuffed animals and everything, and th- that's basically what you get to do. Yeah. You get to you get to buy new structures for your park, and get new paddocks for your park. Yeah, you can get shops, you can get rides, restaurants, upgrade your your laboratory so they're more efficient. Yeah, um, and then of course staff. Yep. Yep, you can hire specialists. And that that was cool. Mm-hmm. And that's the fiddly's part, as I said earlier. You know, yeah, like, because there are four rows, and each row has a different cost. Mm-hmm. But the attractions, the shops, restaurants, and rides, are laid out by their price, highest to lowest. And so it's the cost of the attraction plus the, the cost row. Of that row. Yeah, the cost of the row it's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them are worth victory points and things like that. A lot of them offer places for your visitors to go to when they come to your park. So, yeah, like, it's never, like, a bad thing to buy these. You know? No. No, in fact, uh, some of your endgame goals come straight from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Having so many shops, having so many dinos um, in your park... Of course, those are just a few of the ones that we have. There's a whole bunch that we didn't even look at. Yeah. Um, yeah, did we actually do all of these? Yeah, we did all of that. Reclaimed the objectives. That's how the game ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you get victory points for all of these things, too. Oh, wait, you do? Yeah. Wait, what? Did we play that wrong? Could one of us have actually won instead of you, PJ? Score victory points for attractions... Score victory points for each dinosaur. Exit 10 for any dinosaur exhibits with no dinosaurs. So, yeah, PJ won to one. Exactly. Oh. oh! Victory points for each objective. One victory point for every $5 you have. At the end of the game. If there's a tie, the person with the most money wins. Man, we didn't even look at that. Uh, you weren't a winner. This is one big uh, pile of poop. Yeah, I would uh, To quote Ian Malcolm, that's a, that's a big pile of shit. You would have lost some points there, too. I would have lost you had some points. Empty... I only had two. I, I had didn't one. have any. I had one that didn't have any. Maybe I would have won then. Oh, no. 
No, I only had one. Okay. Because I put in. That's right. So we right. both would have lost ten. We lost. Yep, we both would have lost ten. So you still may have been ahead of me by yeah. four points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I had more money than you at the end. <laughs> but my dinosaurs, I had more dinosaurs that are high victory points. How many did you have? Oh, because you had those stupid cards. Yeah. No, the Utah Raptors. Oh, that's right. right. That would have been 12 points right there. All right. Anyway. Moving anyway, on. Moving on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, so we screwed up the end game scoring. But, but, I think uh, it would have turned out the same way. Probably. Dan might have taken the lead. I had a goddamn T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, Dan. T-Rex. <laughs> we never determined if they're male or females, though. No. It's probably a good Are thing. all the dinosaurs in your park female? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> so. I also didn't put in the Lysine uh, contingency, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Why am I here? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Dear Lord. After phase... We're only on phase two of the, the game run, though. No, 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 we're in phase, phase three. Three Phase three. Phase three. Is the worker placement phase. Now, this is all just on your player board, and you have your workers, and you just assign them to different spots, like upgrading your threat level, upgrading a paddock to a bigger size, getting money, uh, refining your DNA, things like that. So you're just doing that all simultaneously on your own little boards. Just like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that. You can go to the bank and get more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that that's that a, helps That'll a lot. save you. So then after that is the park phase where whatever your excitement level is based on how many dinosaurs you have. Oh, or because you make dinosaurs in phase three, your worker <coughs> phase. Yes. That's when you actually make your dinosaurs and put them into your park. And your threat level goes up based on how many dinosaurs you have. And what their threat level is by themselves like uh if you have the big carnosaurs they're gonna they're gonna be two or three what i carnivores carnivores did i i'm wow i carnosaurs i don't know what's good that was a horrible b movie that's what i'm thinking of (laughs) it was okay but anyway uh yeah because the my carnivore the t-rex i had was a a level threat two just based on its yeah on itself yep and I had six Utah Raptors, and each one's a level two threat. So that was six you threats. You had six threats right there. <laughs> I had three Utah Raptors, I mean. So six threat. Yep. Um, what and, were the little uh, compies you had? Were they just one? I'd never made any, oh, but right. I'm pretty sure there were two. Oh, bastards. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can increase your security level to combat the threat level, because if that ever exceeds, if threat is ever higher than security level, people are going to get eaten. Which we're going to talk about right now in the park phase. <laughs> so whatever your excitement level is, is is how many people are going to come to your park. Mm-hmm. And uh, then if the threat level is higher than the security level, people are going to get eaten. Whatever the difference is between them. Yeah, it happens. It didn't for us. Because we were... Thank God. We, we were, were pretty... Yeah, we were pretty good at monitoring that and not letting that happen. But I could see some people being like, yeah, it's worth it. But it gets expensive <laughs> you know? to hire that security. Yeah. You don't spend money to have the threat level go up. Yeah. It just goes up when you put new things in. When you put a dinosaur in, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes up. Uh, each each uh, security level goes up uh, in, what is it, like a dollar, two dollars? 
Yeah, the first two times you no, the first time you up the security levels one dollar, mm-hmm. and then security levels three and four are two dollars, and then it goes up to three, and then four, and then mm-hmm. five, and then it, st- anything after I think it's security level eighteen costs five. Oof. Every time you upgrade, it just, it, it's, it's five. expensive. It gets expensive. This game you don't roll in the dough. No, uh, you're pinching pennies everywhere. Constantly, you have to pay money for everything yeah. to get buildings. That's going to be your, your your most expensive, getting some of these buildings. Yeah, and at the end of every round, you only get $1 for each person that comes in the park. Exactly. And you got to be careful because you have hooligans who run around and... And sneak into the park. They sneak in. You don't get paid for them. I did. Because I had a special card, a security guard, that yeah. I, I still got money off of them. But you don't get victory points from That's them. That's right. I don't stinks. get victory points. And if a dinosaur starts eating people, they, they, evade, the, they yeah, evade the they, dinosaur. So they, they don't they get, get to hide. That, that I found pretty funny. <laughs> Imagine if somebody had nothing but a park of hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would get eaten. Nobody <laughs> would get eaten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, uh, then you just reset. And move on to the... And it's important because we didn't do this our first round. Um, When everything (laughs) resets, your threat level resets to what your base is. Yeah, whatever Um, your dinosaurs make it. Right, whatever your base of operations is. Um, We didn't do that the first time around. We were like, oh, crap. No, 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 that goes back too. And I noticed, oh, man, I had... I didn't have to spend all that money. Yeah, I had so much security. <laughs> I didn't need to spend all that security. It was, I, I kept it anyway because it came in you handy. It. You need it later <laughs> on. So that's how the game plays. It's a worker placement, then market, then some more worker placement, and then the park. And then, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then you just repeat until objectives are completed. Uh, enough objectives, depending on how many players you have. And... Then we move on to components. Uh, so the components, there's a lot. Oh my god, there's a, a lot. lot of components. So you've got you've got tiles, and these tiles are going to be anything from upgrading your laboratory to dinosaur to paddocks. Di- yeah, dinosaur paddocks to um, the dinosaur recipes to the lab upgrades. Your lab, yep. Uh, your um, your park venues, so your restaurants, your yeah, the attractions, attractions yeah. like uh, uh, roller coasters, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my tilt world called Jurassic World. Yeah, W H I R L E D World. Yeah, I like that. That makes me giggle. They have they have a couple really good ones like that in here, like just winning. Those are paddocks. <laughs> Smooth. Here we are. Here we are. Gene Splice Dogs. <laughs> Instead of Tex Mex, it's Rex Mex. Okay, that one's pretty good. And it looks oh, this like is my favorite. Clever Grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yep, you got a balloon stand, a photo place, dinosaur Fryland. I know the the, your, the dad in you is coming out on those. <laughs> Lemonadosaurus. Oh, jeez. It kind of has a roller coaster tycoon vibe. It does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. There's Jurassic game. World. Yeah. 
DN nachos. D nachos. D nachos. How do you say it? DNA nachos. DNA, but it's nachos. Now I want nachos. I think we're going to have to go get something. Can I go to Sheets on the way home? Yes. Sheets is a gas station in Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. And Virginia. And Virginia. That makes really good food. Except for the uh, made to, or the takeout food. That stuff is crap. Well, uh, the made to order stuff. So if you want, if you want something that's greasy and just going to make you be like, "Mm, mm, heart attack, delicious, then yeah, you want to go to Sheets. If you want the made to order, not the takeaway stuff. Yes. If you want something that's like, "Mm, that was a damn good sandwich, go to Wawa. Yeah. My Pennsylvania people, you guys know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, Wawa in the East Coast, and we're getting one in this area. Well, so somewhere. Wawa's more south. Like, south and East Coast, so, yeah. yeah. And like Jersey, that's all they have. It's Wawa everywhere. Just like I, we have sheets everywhere in our area. Yeah. Oh, sheet! Well, we just got that new one. There's that billboard. Why the sheets not? Mm-hmm. No, holy sheets. <laughs> we could get a milkshake. It brings all the boys to the yard. You gotta get the black raspberry milkshake. With the, with the, it's the, with the white chocolate. Yeah, with the white chocolate. Oh, so so that just reminded me of a stupid uh, comic that... I've, I've seen that yeah. one. They're in the yard! Dad! What, who, who is? They're in the yard. The, the boys! boys. <gasps> my, my milkshake! It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. It's my favorite meme. It's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> Components. <laughs> so the tiles are great, right? Like, the tiles are cool. Uh, really, like almost self-deprecating. Oh like, yeah, they know they're making fun of Jurassic Park, but they legally can, you know. So right, right. So they just—they're just, they're have, just like, having fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so those components, so those tiles are cardboard, but they're very, very thick cardboard. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, this is the kind of it's, cardboard, it's, yeah, that you'd make the board itself out of. Like it's that thick. I don't, I don't know about. Yeah, it's pretty thick. That's what she Giggity. They're tile. They're tile thickness. Like if you've played a tile laying game, you've you, you know what, they're usually about as thick as about. the board itself. You know, a board. That's um, what you like to think. So, what <clears> do you think <throat> about the boards? Um, instead of one board that folds out, everybody having several, their own. Yeah, no, I mean like just the main boards, like the phase one, oh, where the scientists I, go. I and, think that's a really cool design because. Like we said in the, before, everybody, and also the victory point tracker, and right? The excitement level and all that, and all of that's there, and that's great because everything's right there for everybody to keep track of. Mm-hmm. And in that first phase, you can really screw each other over and make each other mad, like yeah. I did to you. Now, do you think they? Because <laughs> my question is, do do you think they could have saved room if all that stuff, like the 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 sign the research phase the the victory point tracker and all that was just on one board and like maybe a little bit smaller you know and to like track everything i mean you could have but at the same time it wouldn't be as easy I to don't follow th- I, yeah i don't think it would be as easy to follow and i don't think it would be nearly as attention getting True. Because everybody yeah. in those first two phases, everybody is looking at that board. Yeah. You're not going to look at your own stuff because you're yeah. not there yet. Because I'm just thinking of like how much space this takes up. And this, I mean, well, this takes up 
a ridiculous amount of yeah. space. This is probably one of the biggest boards or one of the biggest setups yeah. we've played that wasn't Gloomhaven or Frosty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the dinosaurs are pink. I know. Um, well, it's got like this crazy '90s like it does. It's vibe, very, you know, uh, like lots like, of oranges and pinks and well, greens. it's like late '80s, early early '90s. 90s yeah. Um. I well, mean, originally in the original printing, all the dinosaurs were triceratopses too. I'm glad they changed them. Yeah, I'm glad, glad that, that they changed them. I'm glad there's different. a mixture of yeah. dinosaurs there. Uh, the dice are awesome. We already talked about them. Yeah, the dice are so cool. And the player boards are... Unique? Dual-layered. Oh, yes. They're dual-layered. Yes, So, yes. like, your blocks don't slide around, you know, like... Oh, my God. When you're moving your blocks up and down, their little, yeah. tra- your, their little DNA tracks, it's just it, you're, nice. you're not sitting them on a flat surface, and if you bump something, it slides, and you're like, where was that? You actually have an indentation for them to sit into. Yeah. Which is that is really really nice. It's so yeah, it's so nice. I love dual layered player mats. And ah, they're around. great. Scythe has it, and I freaking love it in that oh, yeah. too. So and it's the same. It, you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oops. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that most games that involve lots of little pieces in small areas, they're like, yeah, we should probably dual layer this. So if you knock it, nothing's going to go awry. Right. There's this one game, Terraforming Mars, which is no, you know, like we haven't played it here. I don't own a copy, but they don't have dual layered boards. Oh, no. And they have a lot of tiny little blocks that move up and down tracks. So yeah, they get a lot of flack for that. Uh, So the rest of the components on this, you get, uh, you get your dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Which are little plastic, little plastic pieces, and you've got a shape of Triceratops, a T Rex, a Raptor. That's it. Yeah. Is that it? Or yep. Is there something else? Nope. Just those. Just three. those three. You also get your workers, cubes. Yeah. You know all that. So and it's all pretty good stuff. And then you get your people, your meeple, uh, when they come. Oh, in. the patrons. The for patrons. Your, and this lovely and little bag. Yeah, it comes in a really cool looking green bag. It's like velvet. It, yeah, it does feel good. <laughs> this like it's literally embroidered on there. It is. Yeah, yeah. the Dinosaur like, Island logo is embroidered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you get two types of these meeple. And the, by the way, these are all made out of a, a really good thick plastic. Mm-hmm. The meeple are tiny, smaller than a regular. They're meeple. smaller than normal. <laughs> but you have two types. You have your normal patrons. Who are colored yellow. Yep. And then you have... And then there are ten hooligans. Your hooligans who are pink. A pink hooligan. Yeah, there are 80 visitors. 70 Eight. patrons and ten hooligans. I I got lucky when I, when I got my staff. My very first staff member. Didn't matter if I had hooligans in. I was going to get paid for them anyway. Yeah. Like, they were going to pay me regardless. But if you don't have something like that, you you get screwed on money. And that last turn, how many did you have? Three, didn't you? Three or four, yeah. yeah they just I had three, three, and then you made me pick one more. Yeah, they just kept I only showing got, up. Yeah I, yeah, I only got six victory points that turn. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think we really talked about how to get the dinosaurs, did we? 
Second phase. So in the first yeah. phase, no, you get the, the recipe. Phase. Yeah, the first phase, you get you get the recipes. Yep. Um, and then the third phase, you put a worker on the create dinosaur. Yep. Spot, yep. and you have to spend the required amount of DNA to make the dinosaur. Right. So yeah, and I was saying in the first phase, that's how you could really screw with people. I, I did it on purpose. As soon as we saw, as <laughs> soon as we saw the T Rex appear, I had to buy it. Yeah, just knowing, to make you mad. <laughs> knowing that empty paddocks lead to minus ten victory points, that would change playstyle. Oh yeah, next time around, definitely. And this is definitely something that I want to play again. That was fun. It's a lot, right? I played it solo a couple times too, and I'm like, man, this is this is great. Like even solo. Yeah. Because uh, for solo play, there are just there's a little AI card, and it tells you which dice out of the track to remove to simulate someone, someone taking, taking dice. It. Okay. And then it simulates the market by someone like just t- you know like it says remove the third one and the attractions and the second one in the lab upgrades and the third specialist down you know like okay uh, to simulate that and then you just play the rest of the game like you like normally normal. play it okay. So it's really cool. Like that is pretty easy, neat. easy solo mode. Really easy. So that's a pretty rudimentary uh, AI deck, but very effective. Yeah, which is how you want it. You want it to, like, you don't want because some solo modes they change how the game plays significantly. Oh yeah. Uh, Sniper Elite's one of them where it feels more like a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where this game, you play the game exactly the same as you normally do. It just simulates someone else taking, taking those pieces. pieces from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it doesn't affect gameplay at all. It's just you can play the game by yourself, Very which nice. is awesome. Very nice. What works? What the are some... whole, Okay. For me, just the entire theme and how tongue-in-cheek it is. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect Referencing that. as legally as possible <laughs> I the did Jurassic not expect... Park franchise. I did not expect all the puns. No, you know, no, I not did not all. expect that many puns. Not at all. Um, I also like how all four players get their own genetics company. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's really that's really neat. And Unless it doesn't, you buy my copy, and yeah, and you have then two have. Of the, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's still really neat. <laughs> I have two of the same company. <laughs> I mean, it's still just really competing neat. against each other. Well, you know. <laughs> It's like Twix left and Twix right. That's right. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> I always thought those commercials were so stupid. <laughs> and now here they are. Being relevant. Is that is that right? Only for this part of the conversation. <laughs> Only for this part of the conversation. <laughs> and now it's irrelevant again. <laughs> and it passed. <laughs> Angie, um, how about you? I don't know why I do this with you guys. <laughs> Are you a left Twix person? They taste the same to me. Oh my gosh. What's it's wrong with her? It's terrible. Okay, tell me what the difference is. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's on the left. That's right. And the other's on the right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I actually don't like Twix, so. I don't mind it. No, I like I like the names on all these. Mm-hmm. It keeps it fun. Yeah. I like the yellow dice, too. They're pretty fun. Yeah, for me, uh, the component, like the player mats, love the player mats. Oh, yeah. And once you get two or so rounds in, the flow of it 
feels really nice. Yeah, when you finally, or I wouldn't say finally, but after a round, you really get an idea of how everything works. Yeah. And it's a very, it's very quick to pick up. Is that better? <laughs> yes. All right. I couldn't uh, hear you at all. I mean, Sorry. I can hear you because you're sitting right next to me. Well, you know. No, it, it's very quick to pick up after the first round or two. I'm just going through and, and I mean, this is this is a great example of point and click. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is uh, much like Scythe. Mm-hmm. Just, just click it, see what happens. I agree. So what doesn't work? <laughs> um... I wouldn't say off the bat doesn't work, but it, there's a lot of crap in here. <laughs> the learning mm-hmm. curve. The learning curve is is it's so steep you might as well just jump off the damn cliff. Yeah, that was something where like when I was starting to learn this because usually I just read through the rule book, then uh, I'm like, okay, like I I I think I can do this, you know, and I'll sit down and set it up. For this, I had to set it up. As I read through it, and mm. even yeah. then, I'm like, this rule book sucks. So I had to, like, watch a couple videos on how it works. I literally looked at the thing you printed out, so I didn't like read tissues. <laughs> that was too yeah. much reading for and you. I'm just not going first. Angie looked at the paper. She's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to look at this. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much to read. I'm not into that. But... I mean, the rule book itself, like, it's set up nice. It's got a lot of information and pictures and mm-hmm. and everything, but it's it's confusing. Yeah, the rule book has a lot. Like, the first, the main game setup, it looks ugly, but it works. I like the main game setup page. Mm-hmm. But then it gets into... Like, like see... <laughs> It's that, a lot. Like it's a research, lot of words. It's a lot of words. It, it 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 really like look at this. This reminds me of uh an original NES uh like hints booklet. <laughs> yeah. Like this is what it looks that's Same what it style looks font like. Too. Same style font. It's got the pictures like, oh, if you do this here, you'll find this. Like that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I do like that because it has a lot of really good examples in it. And things like that. And it's very specific, very in-depth. Just something about it is very it, off-putting. It's a, it's it's daunting. It's a yeah, lot to take in. Yeah, I think that's probably in. what it is. But, I, I mean, I, I don't know how they could do it better. Which is a I, shame. I mean, the only thing I could think of is the way that some of these newer games are doing, which is, if you don't want to read this book, take a look at... You know, this Rodney Smith. Yeah. Take a look. Rodney Smith. Take a look at this website. Uh, Take a look at this video on YouTube. And I think Rodney does have a video. I I watched several how to play videos. I'm pretty sure he was one of them. Okay. Oh, let's. I always forget to do this. The designers. Oh, so sorry. So, yeah, let's give credit where credit is due here, though, for Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis for designing this game. You could tell that these guys really are fans of this franchise. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. They made a, um, I think it's called Dinosaur World. Uh, <laughs> just came out okay. like this year or last year, so I might have to take a look at that. <laughs> hey, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, you you gotta follow, you gotta follow the trend. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Favorite moments? Angie? Listen, I didn't win, so I don't have a favorite <laughs> moment tonight. I think it was just... I like mm, building dinosaurs. Yeah, making the dinosaurs is fun. Just putting them out there. Uh, and the satisfaction of, like, making the money off of them and everything, too. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the patrons coming in just collecting the money. I think it would have been really fun if somebody would have gotten eaten. But... Yeah. I know. We were really vigilant on that one, though. Yeah. That's something when I played solo, too, like... I was thinking to myself, I don't know when at all I would ever have a rampaging dinosaur. Because I would, that would be my priority at all moments. Right. Is to keep that security level up. Well, I could, I could see because, like we said, keeping money is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not one of those games where like, oh, you just hit the jackpot. You got all this money over everybody yeah. else. Yeah. It's. It's you get the same, you may have one or two dollars more than somebody else, but you're going to lose it just as fast. Yeah. Just to keep up with everything. Like even on a really good turn, you only make nine bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky. From, from your patrons. Right. You know, sometimes I'll see an Angie get like, Angie's like, uh, next new round. I'm like, how the hell does she have like 11? Yeah, I know. Right. Angie how always had that? all this money. How does she have that money? And I'm like, I've got like six bucks. What the hell? <laughs> And then you spend and it. I'm and you're here. Like, I have two. And then you get to spend it. You're like, all right, I got that upgrade. Uh, I should go to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a woman. Yeah, she's trying to say she's better with money. She and I is. always put at least one or two workers on the place for you on the the bank. The bank. Yeah. Bank. yeah. Well, so, so did I. Always I. Got at least five. I was always putting dollars. workers on that bank spot. Well, you know, towards the end, I didn't have to because we were finally bringing in people. Yeah. Yeah. To make that money back. Yep. But but yeah, milkshake. My, <laughs> my milkshake. Uh, but overall, this whole game is, I mean, this really is a treat. This is something that I would, you told me, hey, come on over, let's play Dinosaur Island. I wouldn't say no. Yeah. Or let's play you something else. You look at else. it and it's scary. It, mm. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. But it is pretty Like, fun. when you first showed me the game, I was like, we got to play this. But Jesus Christ, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, once it, like once you do a round, you're like, okay, cool. You yeah, know what yeah. to do. Oh, this is pretty simple. Yeah. The same week that I bought this game, I also ordered Tapestry from Jamie Stegmeier from Stonemaier Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also, like, a very Euro sliding blocks up tracks <laughs> game. And both games are, like... In my top ten now, I really <laughs> spoiler alert from when we do tapestry. All right, but, all right. Like I, le- I played tapestry. You know, when I was learning, you know, I got it and I learned the rules and everything. And then that night, I dreamt about it. Uh, like I had a dream about just like placing these little buildings down on the on the mat and everything. And I woke up and like hey, I want to play that game now. Okay, I don't <laughs> I don't dream that often. And when they do, I don't either. They're yeah. usually about things that. Where most people would find it as a great dream, for me it's a nightmare, but we'll talk about that later. Um, last night, though, I dreamt about Xenomorphs oh. from the Alien franchise. Yeah. I don't know why. I just need to point out that while well, you're dreaming about the game that Jamie created, um, I believe Shannon was probably dreaming, dreaming about, about Jamie. Jamie yeah. 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 I mean, she did send us the picture saying she found Jamie Stegmeier. At the zoo. <laughs> At the zoo. <laughs> the silver the fox. Silver fox. <laughs> He's not that much older than us, is he? I can't imagine by too much. Maybe <laughs> like five years or so. If, yeah. Like... John Garcia, if you're listening. 
I wonder if he still listens. We still love you too. I hope he does. Hey, he follows our Facebook page. I know that much. Yay, John! Yay! Uh, John, John Garcia, if you are listening, please reach out to us and let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Any final thoughts? Um, if you do happen to pick up this game, don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That would definitely be the best advice is jump into this game play you know just take it step by step play a couple rounds uh-huh. go, and then you'll figure it out right yeah. go through go through the book just just peruse through the book so you get an idea you still don't know what to do yeah just go online go to youtube do a let's play yeah i mean if you've ever played a worker placement game then you're already halfway there yeah because two of the four phases are worker placement phases so right it's, yeah uh, you're already like one up on learning this game. Oh yeah. So yeah, I really recommend this game, especially if you can find it at you know at a deal like I did. But even at full price, like you get quality components. Now, when this came out, you said this is really expensive, right? Well, it. Yeah, let me see what the retail is for it here. Because like think you're demand was demand was so high mm. for this game that okay. people were shelling out two hundred and fifty dollars a pop for this. Thing. Jeez. Amazon has it for 52 bucks. Okay. That's not bad. Like, I'd be willing to pay 60 to $70 for this game right now. Yeah. If I had that money. Which I don't. <laughs> MSRP, 60 bucks from the website Pandasaurus Games. Okay. See, that's... I would... I would... Honestly, I think you're getting more than your money for that price on this game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of crap in that box. <laughs> there really is. There is. There's an awful. Like, line there's almost here. not enough room in the box for all the crap. The yeah, that was something I wanted to say. And what doesn't work is like I threw the insert out because all the insert was was like some folded up cardboard. Like, and this bag and, is so big. <laughs> it's a huge and bag. Not that many people in it. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll take a picture of like. This box, because it's a mess. I, well, it is. They could have made the bags smaller and just made little bags for everything. Mm, yeah. But I guess they need something for, like, to get your hand in there to pull the people out, you know? That's what she said. Yes. You pull the people out? <laughs> well, technically... No, get your hand in there. <laughs> there are people that pay money to be educated to do that. Uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I had a people pulled out of me. We need we need to end this. <laughs> so uh, again, please email us at gamesoverboard at gmail.com. Make fun of Dan. Do not email gamesoverboard at gmail.com. That is someone else who got the name before us. Which I don't understand because like they don't they didn't have the gamesoverboard.com domain. But so gamesoboard at gmail.com is our email, or just hit us up on Facebook or comment to this YouTube video if you listen to us on YouTube. And uh let us know what you think or if you have any feedback. Oh, August 19th. Oh yes, 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 yes. Make sure you stop by Helix Tabletop Gaming Guild. And we'll be there playing lots of games and having a good time. Yeah, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Come see us. Yep. See you, everyone. Have a good one. Later.
I think one of the people. I thought it would be a good idea. I thought I thought it would be a good idea. Let's just let this play out. The girl from Ringu. This is bad. This is really bad. It's Amuija. What a way to end an episode. Yeah.